Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. At the back of church, in the vestibule, is posted a photo of an 1879 painting titled Rest on the Flight into Egypt. The artist was a Frenchman named Luc Oliver Merson, M-E-R-S-O-N. The original painting is in the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. Here is the museum's commentary on the painting. Fleeing persecution, the Holy Family takes refuge in Egypt. Joseph dozes beside a dying campfire while his donkey grazes on sparse desert grass. At left sleep the Virgin Mary and infant Christ, crowned with a halo of light. They lie in the arms of a sphinx. Its eyes turn to the heavens, where the first stars begin to appear a successful academic artist, Mersan never traveled to North Africa, but his use of archaeological detail creates the illusion of an eyewitness account, breathing new life into a time-honored subject. A sphinx, of course, is a mythical creature with the head of a human and the body of a lion. Huge statues of sphinxes could be found in Egypt. In the painting, the Virgin and the Christ Child are sleeping on the front of a large sphinx statue. They are off the ground a few feet, perhaps in a safer spot, out of the wind, away from ground predators. St. Joseph is lying on the cold desert floor. One can only see his feet he is lying on his stomach, using his forearm as his pillow, and he has his cloak over his head. Yes, that is the picture we are given of St. Joseph, an exhausted spouse of the Virgin and guardian of the baby Jesus. So, we do not see so much of St. Joseph in the picture, and interesting enough, we do not hear much from St. Joseph. In fact, we hear nothing at all. St. Joseph has no lines in the Gospels. A nun once wrote a tiny little article called The Power of the Silent Man. She wrote, Silence and obedience are ordinarily companions. The obedient man is conquered self, and therefore is able to keep silence. The silent man has conquered self and therefore is able to be obedient. St. Joseph, the just man, was both silent and obedient. When Mary was found with child, Joseph was worried and had doubts and anxieties. Suspicions assailed him. He did not speak but he did bear his anguish in silence. The angel came to him and told him not to be afraid to take Mary for his wife. 
He did not question, argue, or demand an explanation. He arose from his sleep and did as the angel told him. He took Mary into his home and lived a chaste life with her, who was the mother of the Son of God. The next event in his life that demanded humility and obedience was when the angel told Joseph, Arise and take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt and remain there until I tell thee, for Herod is seeking to destroy him. No questions did Joseph ask, no hesitation. Arguments or objections were put forward. The road would be infested with robbers. How would they find their way? Could not the Heavenly Father provide a, a simpler way? No questions were asked, but Joseph arose and took the child and his mother by night into Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. The nun wrote St. Joseph's will was one with the will of God. He was a man of prayer, but he did not need words. He then is a wonderful guide in teaching us how to pray. St. Joseph loved silence. If he was able to drop everything at a moment's notice in the middle of the night, it was because his plans, desires, and ambitions were always tentative, subject to the sanction or change of one higher, in whose presence Joseph always lived. In St. Joseph, there was no arguing or reasoning, no gloom or heavy heart. All was peace, trust, and love. It is only in interior silence that we hear God's inspirations and ask his help in prayer. The nun concluded with some good advice for us. She wrote, go to Joseph. Prayerful silence is the secret power of St. Joseph. God has given him the power to help us in all our necessities. God was subject to him on earth. So now in heaven, our Lord grants all his petitions. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was Crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.